I'd like to do the thing where you shoot a million things and pitch. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think the designers that are going that route are honestly, they're the ones with their careers at that huge trajectory. And that's totally awesome. That's just not what fits my life right now. The Wingnut Social Podcast, Episode 36, How the Heck Do You Get Published in Magazines with Vanessa Helmick. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating digital influence into physical success. This is your social media tightly fastened. Now welcome the host of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell. Hey there, Wingnuts, and welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the head Wingnut, and I am joined by the soulless ginger, Natalie Graff. Natalie, why are you so giggly? Oh, because I was just waiting for what was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny that you should say that because I actually do have a new nickname for you. I've heard. Yes, your daughter, yes. my stepdaughter, Abby, has said your new nickname is Natalie Ann Grief. <laughs> yes, thank you, Abby. I love you dearly. Which is just as appropriate as Natalie Ann Grafnag. I'm aware of this. <laughs> I am totally so thank you so much. Thank you so much, Abby. I really appreciate that. So, Natalie Ann Graf, aka Natalie Ann Grief. Today on the podcast, we have Vanessa Helmick. You remember Vanessa? How could I forget? How could Vanessa? anyone forget Vanessa? We actually met Vanessa in real life at High Point Market in 2018. Right, at Abison. After meeting her virtually on social media, and she did not disappoint. Let me tell you, she is a character. She is a, a woman in her own power. And actually- She's brilliant. She's brilliant. She's inspirational. She's fun. And let me tell the wingnuts a little story about Vanessa Helmick. <laughs> I wish I was more like her because you guys know me. I've I've been- there's been no secret about I have social anxiety, I get really shy, you know. So uh, we're at High Point, we've been kind of hanging out, you know, High Point is pretty notorious for its free libations. Vanessa yes. had had her share, or maybe some more. <laughs> We'd had our share. And we're at the left bank party. And you know, Kelly Ellis is there, you know, all the designers are there. And of course, people are dancing. And I don't dance. I am so freaking uptight and shy that I don't dance. So I'm looking at Vanessa and she's out getting her. I mean, she was getting down. She can dance. She can dance. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, would you look at her go? And she saw me checking her out dancing, like admiring her dancing. And she looks at me and she goes, do you know what happens if I look stupid? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and I tell you what, Vanessa, we have used that. On a day-to-day -day basis here, because we will we will come back to that all the time. I think we've even taught Abby that. It's it's just, it's a good motto to live by, really. It was hilarious, but it was also really kind of deep. What happens? You know, go out, live your life, let your freak flag fly, right? Do your We're, thing. Do your thing. And, you know, this is this will be airing after Luann Live, and she Luann did threaten dancing. Will I have danced there? No. Probably not, but still... <laughs> Vanessa made me dance and I'm out there going, I'm looking at Darla like, oh, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. And you did she, do a little bit of Amish two-step. She gave me no choice. She grabbed me by the hand and said, come on. <laughs> and then she did at one point tell me, stick with me, kid, and I'll show you how to make money. And let me tell you, Vanessa is, it, it's true. Mm -hmm. She's doing great things. We've developed a really great friendship with her and we go to her for things that we need. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it really is. It's, it's amazing with mm -hmm. um, networking because we have touched on networking before about just by networking, 
look at the gym we found in Vanessa. Yeah, absolutely. And we, since we have become friends, you know, we DM each other, you know, on Facebook or send each other messages. And so Vanessa has been sending me these kind of gems. Oh my God, I'm on the cover of a main home and design magazine. Don't tell anybody. I can't. Shh, it's a secret. And oh my God, I'm getting a spread in this magazine for these new projects I'm doing. Shh, don't tell anyone. It's a secret. I can't say it until it comes out. And so I'm like, girl, how the hell are you getting all these um, projects published in magazines? That's what every designer dreams of is getting published. So it's like the Holy Grail. It is the Holy Grail. So I said, we need to get you, your butt, on the show so you can tell the designers listening what you have done. You know, everybody has their own method. What is the Vanessa Helmick way for getting pictures of your work on the show? And it's going to be fun. It, yeah. And she does not disappoint. She's a, a brilliant lady. Oh, oh. Guys, also, I don't know if you know this, if you guys listen past the end credits, <laughs> the little outro at the very end of every episode, um, there's a little blooper reel. So you can see that Natalie and I are um, very human. <laughs> we have great editors. That... Can I tell them this is the second time that we're recording the <laughs> intro because someone might have deleted it? I do not know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. So, without further ado, Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Vanessa Helmick to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Vanessa Helmick. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. It's so awesome talking to you again. And just think, at the time we're recording this, in just a couple short weeks, we're going to be reunited. And it feels so good at High Point Market. I need a big slow-mo hug. <laughs> I'm kind of famous for those. Yeah, from like across the pavilion. Yeah. <laughs> I could arrange that. I would be more than happy to do video for you guys. <laughs> no, no pressure. No pressure. No. No, no, not at all. I'm I'm used to that. I'm 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 the video girl. I got this. So we were telling the wingnuts listening a little bit about you and how we met. You know, first we did meet in um Susan Winterstein's group, you know, mm -hmm. private group on Facebook, and then we finally got to meet in real life at High Point Market. The highlight and the biggest takeaway of our High Point Market and that we have become friends since then, and you have been DMing me with I'm on this cover, I'm in this magazine, and I'm like Man, this girl is doing absolutely something right. You would be an amazing guest to have on the podcast to talk about. I mean, there's certain ways that we go about getting publishing and magazines and there's, you know, there's like a, a method to it. But I, I wanted to hear a designer's viewpoint and how they were successful and the steps that you took to getting published. And you just recently got your, your first cover, which is the Holy Grail of interior design. It's so exciting. I, I literally have the copy here and it's tattered <laughs> and torn and I've taken it everywhere with me and it's and I have no shame. I, I just it made me so happy. Do you take that to to your clients and say, hey listen, this is who you're hiring. Look, I'm on the cover. You better respect. Well no, but <laughs> but I did have one of my clients show it to the contractor who is not like my crew, who is a little tough to deal with and he's been super Ooh. sweet ever since. <laughs> I love it. It's like oh that's great. It's like a weapon. Here it's magic. You, not only can you roll it up and hit them with it. Yes. Oh that's it's a good idea. I think I could get sued for that, but it's a good idea. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes in life you take a risk. Yeah, sometimes well, it's worth okay. it. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the cover you got. We we did touch on it. We got you are on the cover hey, of Maine Home and why, Design. Before we start oh, that, right. mm -hmm. 
why doesn't Vanessa just tell us a little bit about herself? Oh, yes. I totally overlooked that. Thank you. This you is why I keep her on the podcast. Vanessa Helmick, for the designers listening who don't know you, just tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're based so we can get a little background. Sure. My company is called Fiori Interiors. Um, when I had a store, it was called Fiori Home. I'm actually a native Californian, born and raised, and um, I moved to Portland, Maine about 10 years ago, and I have been here ever since freezing. Um, I do uh, residential design exclusively and I've been doing that for about 14 years now. Yeah, before the show, Wingnuts, Vanessa, you know, we always have a little pre-chat with her guest. And uh, Natalie and I were talking about how we're sweating here in the studio in Miami. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Vanessa had a few choice words. Yes, there are very choice words that she's not that allowed we cannot to say repeat. on the podcast. <laughs> yep. Because it's 87 here and Vanessa said it's 37 50 degrees there. difference. It's 37, yeah. You just keep yeah, that up, so- ladies, and just look over your shoulder at high point. You just look over oh, that shoulder. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah. sound like a threat. like a threat. <laughs> Either that or worse, you're going to open your door and be like, oh my God, she found out where she lives and she's demanding to go in the pool. (laughs) Like, call the cops. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Okay, so Vanessa, recently, uh, before Natalie set me straight here, you were featured on the cover of Maine Home and Design, which is one of Adam Japko's esteemed media publications. That's a pretty big deal. And as I was telling the designers listening, we all want to get a magazine cover. So... Let's talk about your your journey to getting published. How did that begin for you? And how did you start reaching out to get your work recognized? Um, I didn't, actually. Um, There's the traditional way to get published. And then there's what I have done, which I guess both apparently work great. Let's see. I have been featured like a page here or two pages there by by local regional publications in the past, and and that's fine. Um, Up until recently, most of these publications were very pay-to-play, and they were purchased Mm -hmm. by a larger uh, media company recently and had a very huge change in leadership. And that was really cool because that leadership change, they have been looking for content, 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 uh, rather than politics. So that just sort of is where I happen to be in the right place at the right time. When you had a fresh set of eyes looking at what's always been a very traditional scene that doesn't change very much. The last probably, I don't know, eight to 12 months, it has just changed. And it's, it's opened the doors for people who are about the work. And that's been really cool for me. I started off, first of all, last year doing a vision board. And on the vision board, I put a magazine cover just for fun. Um, so no way. I'm, really? I'm, my vision boards are crazy. Be careful what you put wow. on there. Like you will get it almost identical to what you're asking for. Wow. I really got to put a handsome person on there someday because <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting to do that. Um, so that's kind of that happened. And what had happened the year prior is one of my colleagues here in Maine, another designer whose name is Tyler, whose career is on this just mind-blowing trajectory. Like, I, I love everything she does. She was having a glass of wine at my house, and she said, I have to tell you, honestly, as your friend, your website sucks. Your photos are terrible. I know that you are so talented. This is awful. Like, you should take down 90% of these photos. I can see where the work is probably good, but the photos are bad, and you've got to invest in some photography. And so I appreciated that coming from her. And so I did hire a photographer to shoot, like, one and a half projects. I had them on a very expensive day rate. Okay, these people are not cheap. They're really good ones. So we shot this project on the water that I had done. Then I had a couple hours left, so I drug them over to a condo project that we weren't even fully done installing. Like, I could only get a few shots. And behind those photos, which you can't see, are all the cabinet installers standing there impatiently because they're like, why is she here with the camera so early? Well, it's because I have a guy on a day rate. (laughs) My goal with that was simply to update my website so it didn't look awful. And the response to those photos 
it was just insane. Like it just kind of put me on the map. Um, and by the map, I mean the super tiny pond that I swim in. All right. That's also kind of important is the region that you're trying to get published in. If I still lived in California, I don't think I would have ever gotten a cover. I mean, honestly, it has nothing to do with the work. It's, it's a numbers game. Like there's millions more people. So those two things worked in my favor. My region, the attitude of the new leadership of these publications, it's just really refreshing. Um, and then finally getting some photos. And so I was at an event and I finally got to meet the new editor of Maine Home and Design. And she asked if I had any recent projects that she should see and I showed an Instagram photo of this condo and I was like well this is this is pretty fresh actually um and I showed it to her and she's like oh that's awesome could you uh follow up with me and I said sure and she gave me her card and put it in my purse and I went home and I forgot um because I have a four-year-old and <laughs> I work like seven days a week and you know life and then she emailed me a couple days later um and said you know are you submitting for the design issue and so and I I didn't realize that was coming up. And so I said, sure. Um, I don't think that the, the condo project that I showed you is ready, but Hey, here's a different project. And um, she responded back with great. Can you fill out, you know, this form, give me some more information. This is awesome. I thought, Oh, cool. So long story short, the design issue is they ask everyone to submit. So anyone around submits a project and from there they pick a handful that they feel is kind of like a diverse range and then one person gets a cover and they just happened to like one of my images for the cover and I didn't even know that was going to happen until the entire issue was put to bed and then they told me and then they told me I had to keep it a secret which of course I immediately (laughs) you know dm Darla um yeah, very quickly. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I mean, I may have waited like, I don't know, four minutes. Yeah, no, maybe five because I had texted it to every other person that I knew. But I did ask everyone to keep quiet and they did. And it was just so cool. And what was really nice about the particular photo that they chose that was very fulfilling for me is it was attainable. So it was a tiny room in a house. Yes, the house was oceanfront. And yes, it was a million dollar plus project. Like it wasn't, you know, nice. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Um, But that particular room was only like 10 by 10. And we weren't wanting to spend a bunch of money on the smallest guest room in a beach house. So it was literally a nightstand from West Elm. And the pendant that I used <laughs> was from a woman who makes things on Etsy. Cause I really like buying from independent makers and as, as women made and as women owned as I can. We, we did have normals, anonymous wallpaper, which was unreal. And it was great because it was also attainable. So if you are, you know, in a small house or just starting out, you may not, you know, go do that thousand dollar wall of wallpaper but the general idea of what I did was attainable and it didn't make it doesn't make you feel bad about your home it's actually kind of a little like encouraging I think or you can be inspired by it so that's why I was so tickled that that's what was on the cover and not the big ocean view house something crazy high-end okay so Vanessa so you're telling me basically okay you had first of all without that Stunning photography. Mm-hmm. That is, the editor would have gone, uh, thanks, but no thanks. Right. Oh, yeah. But I the, wouldn't have submitted. Like, <laughs> but yeah, but the networking, right, which we've talked about on the show before mm-hmm. with Jane Dagme, and we've talked about with Amy Flurry and, and other guests as well. The networking, how important that is to see, okay, I'm Vanessa Helmick. Hey, nice to meet you. What's the recent project? That totally opened the doors for you. And you got that cover, right? Yeah. Not to mention that you're, you know, you're a talented designer. So after you got the cover, I I remember you and I having a couple conversations, you know, like, girl, I'm so busy now that I got that cover. How did that snowball for you? So 
Actually, no. The, well, okay. um, before that cover thing happened, I had actually been offered, I'd been published a couple times last year, I think it was. Okay. Now, how did that happen if you, if you're, <laughs> okay. If, so if your friend said your pictures were crappy. Well, that, well, those magazines sent the photographers out twice. So oh, there's oh, another okay. magazine that I'm not going to go too much into. They're, they're lovely, but you'll see why I'm not going too much into it in, for a reason. They actually started sure. their own shelter magazine in my region and it was a brand new kind of upstart. And I just got this email from this lady who apparently worked for another magazine before and has interacted with me and just thought I was nice. And that's kind of, I think, in our industry, really important and sadly, not always common. But when I had my little shop, she wanted to come in and meet me and get to know me. So she came in and very seriously looked around my shop and said, you know, I love everything in here. And she did a little online article about the store and what I call organic modern, which is kind of my style when people let me do it. Very nice. And then she asked if she could shoot one of my projects that I had shown her some pictures of. That actually didn't go well. The article credited me with um, picking paint colors and hanging art. And this was a whole house project. Mm. Um, the photography was horrible. It was shot by a really brilliantly talented like portrait photographer who can't uh, do interiors. Um, so yeah. that was, was I was embarrassed and the clients and I all kind of toasted some Prosecco together. They brought it to the shop and we said, here's to nobody reading it. And I, <laughs> I just was like, okay, well, I tried to get published and that happened. So no thanks. And then when that magazine <laughs> circled back around saying, hey, we'd like to take a look at this other project that, that you would, you know, you have a couple images of on your, on your website. We'd like to see the rest. I was like, no, thank you. And hmm. they came back and said, well, why? And I said, you know, honestly, like I, I don't want to complain. I, I appreciate you supporting my work, but I was really embarrassed last December. And so oh, wow. okay. they gave me like the most incredible, talented photographer for this project. And we shot it last August. And this guy like blows my mind. I could never afford him on my own. He's a bajillion dollars and he's amazing. <laughs> and so they were like promising me like we will get it done right this time. And so that we shot last August. It will be in print this August, it'll come out in July. And um, it was, it meant a lot to me that I could have that conversation with that magazine. And it was a job I did five years ago. So I also learned, Oh wow! yeah, don't, don't uh, just, you know, forget about your older projects because that might fit someone else's theme that they want to do for an issue. So that oh, was really cool. Point. And there's been some open communication since with that magazine, just sort of, you know, Hey, I saw this on your Instagram stories. Has anyone spoken for that yet? I'd like to scout it first. And so had it, you already put that project on your website? Oh, only a little bit of it. Okay. Cause that's a no, no, right? You're not supposed to do that. If magazines are publishing, I think like a sneak peek of three or four shots, not shot by the best photographer in the world. Isn't really that the, a big deal. I mean, it's, I think it's okay to do a sneak peek. It doesn't really show the whole house. Um, so basically what I'm hearing from you, Vanessa, is it's a really good thing you listen to your friend Tyler. Yes. And it's also <laughs> a really good thing that you actually invested in photography. Yeah, that's yes. a, it's a huge expense. That but is a huge She's on the cover of a magazine, exactly. for God's sakes. Well, so, and, and now the, the magazines have paid for the photographers going forward. So yay. Okay, you just said that you could put a couple pictures on your website as just a little tiny sneak peek. What yep. about social media? Do you do you leak any of that to social media? Well, she said she saw the editor you, saw it on her Instagram well, too. Yes, stories. but if if there's a project, okay, Vanessa, you got this really great project that you you know that it can get published. You know it has a potential. Let's say upcoming new for just because we can. Would you leak two or three pictures on Instagram or would you keep those and then just submit them to these magazines? I'll put them in my stories. Yeah, because it's 24 hours. How are they going to know? I did that last week and I got an email the next day from someone asking if they could see that sh that first. And, and is there anyone lined up for it yet? Ah. And again, it's just these are people that 
I have healthy relationships with and that are nice and that's all you need. And you found that when you were up front and you really just spoke your mind about how you felt about the project that didn't go so hot, it really kind of opened the doors for... Yeah, because she spoke up for herself, which is something that, you know, a lot of people are afraid to do, especially as women were afraid to stand up. No, never. (laughs) Well, what I was worried about was the editor that I was saying this to has been nothing but amazing to me. And I genuinely did not want Mm. to appear ungrateful. You know, sure. Um, because she she spent so much time with me. She's also one of the people who told me that I should get to know this Tyler girl that we know about each other's work and we'd get along. So that's how I became friends with this designer that I didn't know. I literally messaged. Do you want to give Tyler a plug? What's Tyler? Oh, name? sure. Her name is Tyler Carew, and she was published seven times last year. And I nice. like literally worship everything she does. Um, she's on <laughs> this right, whole other notes. like solar system of her own work. I'm like not there yet. So the spreads that you have coming up, that the spreads for the whole home designs, is it the same publisher? No, they're different publishers. So um, okay. I do have that condo that I was talking about that was, was just like a little right. project. That's going to be in an issue of a magazine next March. Um, I don't want to say which magazine. No, yet, you no? got to You got to oh, let it. them. I'm sorry. You got to let them say <laughs> it. That's just sort of etiquette. It's a secret. Darla. It's a we can, you can always tag us and then we can refer to this episode when it comes out. <laughs> well, and what's really cool is they actually asked me, you know, which photographer do you want to use? So I got to pick one that I've worked with before and really like. And so they're shooting probably in August and it'll publish next March. And so they're shooting this project in August and this is the condo that you did. How many, how long ago? I think I completed it last year. So the homeowners are pretty much have to be open. You coming back a year? Oh later. yes, you have to restage it because nothing ever looks like it does. Actually, this one project and only this one project will be great. They don't have children. Nice. Their house is always <laughs> immaculate, and they don't really do a lot of knickknacks because usually that's what gets you. Is you know people live yes. and they have knickknacks. Um, my cover story. I mean, I, we spent probably six hours just putting away stuff and stuff and more stuff because there's stuff. Now, this condo project is great. I mean, we'll probably be in and out of it quickly. The one that I shot last August that was uh, like a lake house camp. This is a family of five with three kids under the age of six. I mean, they went to go live in the bunkhouse above the garage for two days because the, the like they were so, <laughs> I mean, and, and these are the nicest clients. I, I designed that space with them five, six years, five years ago. And then the following year, while they were enjoying their lake house, I flew out to California to Topanga Canyon to work on their year round home. So these are like I love these people, obviously. I've worked with them twice. Um, but the, I know how hard it is to have three super active kids. And so they were able to keep everything under wraps for two days <laughs> while oh, we wow. shot. And I mean, I don't know. what. How do you get a client a thank you gift that big? <laughs> like, I mean, it's wonderful. That's huge. Yeah. So, so did you have to bring in your own state and re, like restage it? You do, right? You oh, yes. And decorate it and yeah. It. It's, you- it's hard because anything really smaller than like the size of your hand doesn't photograph well. Photographs is clutter. Oh, okay. You got to really move a lot of stuff around and then when you're on a lake or a body of water there's always a ton of glare like a ton so you have to prep the shots the photographer has to block light there's all these various cloths on that are rigged and diffuse it's a ton of work because it just is like the bright beautiful spaces have a lot of glare and when you start a project you come in you get this new project and you start a project do you start right out with hey there's a possibility i may sit uh submit this for photography and to be published are you okay with that Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and some people aren't. And that's fine. I mean, my website really only shows like maybe 1% of my work. I'm not kidding. Like I don't photograph the majority of my things. 
So if someone's open to it, great. But if I know that they're going to be moving in with kids and dogs, if I can't get photos the day that we install, they're probably not going to happen. And that's fine. To be fair as well, some of the projects, maybe not you, but some of the projects we get at DPI, um, because we're relatively new, we haven't been doing this for 14 years, aren't really portfolio projects, you know, Mm -hmm. representative of our complete aesthetic. So do you still get that as well? Or no, pretty much it's your way or the or the highway? Oh, no, I'm here okay. to pay bills. Like this is, <laughs> this is not like my for fun hobby. No, I'm here for bills. <laughs> I will do something if, if, the, if the style is totally not what I'm into, I will try to make sure that it's a more elevated version of what they're going for. So that way I am also kind of doing right by them. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm here to pay bills. And you know, I have <laughs> a client who I actually adore, like as a friend, who hates color, like hates color. And we tried shooting that house this weekend and there's just no depth to anything. So I'm probably not going to even bother because everything is gray. And so the living room Mm -hmm. all just, there's, there's nothing. Some people like that though. In person, the house is stunning. I mean, it's, it is fabulous. And I, and it, she's happy. I'm happy. Like we're good. But in photos, I would have to like have them move out and I'd have to redo it. It's just not worth it. So that's fine if it doesn't see the light of day. It's a bummer, but like that $160 square foot backsplash I did with Mother of Pearl that's gorgeous. It's impossible wow. to shoot because it just, yeah. it just glare. So, you, you know, can't do it any justice. Yeah, that's, and yeah. and that's that's okay. I'm still gonna send the the shots that aren't awesome to a magazine, and and if they want to send me that photographer with those skills, it's like four thousand dollars to shoot. They they're welcome to, but um, <laughs> but for me, I'm probably not gonna pursue it. Um, just because I need to move along and keep working. Um, and make an income. Okay, so when you send these photos to the magazine, are you gonna send them to someone you've worked with already, with pretty much confidence? Hey, we have established this relationship. Or are you branching out to? editors, new editors. And because you had mentioned, you alluded, um, or actually mentioned too, there's a traditional way to do this. And there's a Vanessa way. Yeah. So the Vanessa way is going to be to reach out to people that I know with no more than three to five images and just say, hi, I'm, I'm just checking in. Um, I don't know if you have any upcoming theme issues that would this would fit. But here's, you know, location, like a paragraph of what might be interesting to people, because sometimes it isn't, um, and a couple images. And they might like it, they might not. I, I don't send things to one magazine that really don't fit their vibe. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to send this kind of glam project that has chrome and glass and all this pretty stuff to a magazine that really likes that beachy coastal shiplap. Like it's just, they all or have country a country living. Yeah. Like you just, <laughs> you know, let's just, just pay attention to who you're sending it to. Um, but they also might just hate the work and that's okay too. Like whatever, but I will send it out. I, I did have someone reach out to me who wants to shoot my projects and then send them to some people nationally. Like the photographer wants to do that. And that's fine with me too. Hopefully I can style it well enough that, that it's worth her time. I think I can. So we're doing that next week and see where that goes. But that's my untraditional way. The traditional way and how people get published a million times is they pay for the photographer, they pay for the rights, they style it up, they shoot it, and then you send it out to your list of press people. I mean, you, um, I guess you're supposed to like modify your email like tailor it towards the person you're sending it to but you could send it out to like 15 different people or to, i don't know however many like there's an actual list i bought a list once of press people i don't know what's on it i haven't had time um but it that works for a lot of people and they get in the online magazines and on blogs I, I, and in print i 
and you guys know this because uh, you've taken a look at my website, but I am horribly lacking in SEO and online presence. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not that focused on the online magazines. They look cool. I just, I don't know. I, right. the, the way the way that my life is structured right now, I am focused on like hyper local the print. and people that I see, you know, as we're like in the grocery store with our kids. So Vanessa, I also have that list. I actually have Amy Fleury's recipe for press. I think I have both versions and I've been busy. I haven't really opened it up, but that's, I think, the more traditional way. I don't know if you've read it. Forgive me, Amy, if it's not. Um, but that's, that's that, I think, from what I've heard from listening to other podcasts and what I have skimmed from the book, that that's an, an excellent way to go and to definitely tailor your emails. The person that reached out to you recently, had they just seen some of the stuff you had published and said, oh, who's this Vanessa Helmick chick? Let me. Her no, it, it was it was someone who um, has has published me before and wants to, okay. to possibly do it again who just simply said that she likes my work that's it i like the vanessa way i do too i like the I, vanessa I like way the it's non-tra- more human yeah i like the non-traditional <laughs> hey but she does use traditional methods too yeah she does so i'd like to do the thing where you shoot a million things and pitch there's there's nothing wrong with that and i think the designers that are going that route are honestly they're the ones with their careers at that huge trajectory yeah. and that's totally awesome that's just not what fits my life right now well, they have PR agencies too, like Andrew Joseph, who actually, you know what? I just had a little light bulb moment. We need to have Andrew on the show. Absolutely. But I have a question. Vanessa, do you ever feel like when you start a project, you're like, oh my gosh, I hope this is good enough to photograph now that you're starting to be published all the time? Oh, oh I always on. I always think that. Yes. And sometimes I remember it later. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> it's we. I know. I get a little heartbreak sometimes, and I guess I need to come down a little bit off my high horse because we do have bills to pay here too. Yes, we're like, oh, maybe we're not going to photograph. I won't submit this one. But I actually, as Darla Palantir's, I mean, we've had some really pretty projects, and I just haven't submitted any of them because I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on myself. I'm like, oh, who's going to want to you know publish this? Even though they were well received and really beautiful shots. Can I offer some little things that might be helpful? That's what this is all about. Please. Okay. So on my cover, if you Google Main Home and Design February 2019, or you just go to my website on the press page, I have the cover, you'll see that there is a photo that's literally maybe half of a wall in a corner. And that room I only got two shots of. And the reason why is the room was hard to shoot. It was small. Um, I was bummed that you couldn't see my beautiful cobalt blue grass cloth. or Actually, sorry, it's a seagrass rug. That you couldn't see the cool round mirror and all the other stuff. Because the room was just too small to shoot. So rather than sweating about how messy it looked when you got the whole room shot, it just was too much in a small room. We just focused on that corner. So let's say that you have a project that you like it, but you know, they really wanted that ugly rounded arm sofa that you weren't really excited about. You know, there's <laughs> one or two things where, where, ugh, what do I do? So you take that camera on the tripod and you scoot it over about four feet and you take a chair and you drag it over to the built-in and angle the sofa a little bit differently, cover it up with more pillows and you get your shot. And it doesn't have to be a whole room. It can be seven, you know, lineal feet of a room, but style that part the way that you want. And you take that photo and you go and you, and you literally on-site style and edit it. Look at it um, from, from that angle, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And you can probably get a good nook of a kitchen perfectly styled. It doesn't have to be the whole thing. And if, if in my yeah. case, there's a project I'm working on right now that the house is going to look wonderful, except for this horrible tile in the kitchen and the, um, 
entry. And that's because uh, they expanded the scope of work so fast that they're not going to do that tile till next year. So it's going to be this beautiful kitchen, a beautiful everything, but that, t- that awful tile. I'm still shooting that space. I'm going to have the photographer angle the, the camera up a bit and let's try to not get the floor in it. <laughs> Like, the re- <laughs> because the rest of the, the floor will be beautiful. We're staining some old red oak like with a gray tint. So we'll get that floor in there, oh, but not pretty. the kitchen floor. You see what I mean? So yeah. um, that stuff that, that really nice people in this industry who have been so generous with their knowledge to like direct competitors, I've been nice enough to share with me about how they get those shots. I didn't know. You know, that's excellent because, you know, when uh, our last um, really big photo shoot that we did, I'm thinking, all right, I want to get the totality of the project. I want to get this is the work. This is the functionality of the space. This is how we tie people everything don't care. together, which is a, people do not care. They no. like and I'm looking at your cover right here and it's so simple. It's yes. so beautiful. The wall is gorgeous and it's only just a little corner. It's not just partially the bed. Yeah, and, and it gets lots really of little hearts on Instagram. You, know, mm-hmm. you press the heart. It got lots of those. I was so excited. <laughs> well, we all love little Instagram Darla, I hearts. Think, I think you might have learned something. I always, Vanessa, let me tell you, when she, she said to dumb. you, stick with me, kid, I'm going to teach you how to make money. Yep. She was serious. That was serious. She pays the bills. She does. She Absolutely. pays the bills. She's definitely someone that you want to listen to. Not a hobby. <laughs> not, yeah, not a hobby. And a lot of designers do treat it as a hobby. It is a business. All right, Vanessa, you have given us some a terrific insight. I am going to go, I might submit my, some of my older projects. Do it. <laughs> we've, yeah, Do we've it. only been around two years, but I have a couple really good ones. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for giving us some of your advice on how to get published and your journey on getting published as well as the traditional method. But I have to ask you now if you're ready for the What Up Wingnut round. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. Vanessa Helmick, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? A sequoia. I grew up outside of Yosemite National Park, which is really close to the giant sequoias. So I grew up loving these big, like, bajillion-year-old trees. And I just, my whole life, I remember looking at those trees. And I still think they're rad. And that's what I, it's a California tree. Awesome. If you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Macaroni and cheese with truffle oil. Oh, yum. oh that's good. Yeah, stuff. I'm I'm, I'm allergic too. to dairy and I miss macaroni and cheese more than anything <laughs> in this world. I always tell people when they say they're allergic to something or they have, um, you know, uh, what is that, colitis or something that they're going to leave a messy execution. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just I don't care if I get hives. Give me the mac and cheese. <laughs> that's right. Who cares at this point? If you could have only one superhero power, what would it be and why? Oh, I wouldn't need to sleep. <laughs> I have I am a single parent of a four year old. Like, what else do you need to know? <laughs> Sleepy woman. I just want you. I wouldn't need to sleep. I'd be that'd be good. All right. Oh, or not sleep. Okay. Not yeah, sleep. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, recommend a book to the wingnuts that has had a profound effect on you, either personally or professionally. Life changing book uh, by a woman named Barbara Stanny. I think she got married and changed her last name to to Houston or Hus. I don't know how to pronounce it, but Barbara Stanny, Overcoming Under Earning, is just a life changing book. You know, I have that in my queue, my audible.com queue, overcoming under earning. I still haven't finished it. You got to like put it down and step away a lot. And she interviews all these different executives and they're all women. Um, And I actually think some of it it would be very helpful to men as well. It sort of depends on your upbringing. And all of them are not earning what they could be. It doesn't matter whether it's an executive or someone at a bookstore, they, they talk about many different things and you learn how to, f- to figure out what your ceiling is. Like, in other words, what is the ceiling that you are setting for yourself and what's the most you can make? It's, I love it. It's phenomenal. And I'm going to go, I'm actually going to 
Go and listen to some more of that tonight. Vanessa, thank you so much for coming on the Wingnut Social Podcast and being a, a great guest. Tell the Wingnuts where they can find you on your website or social media or if you have anything special coming up. Um, in spite of um, my wonderful amount of stuff in print in the next year, I, I don't have many Instagram <laughs> followers. I have like 1,200 something. So I need to work on that apparently. Uh, if you could follow me on Instagram, Fiori Interiors, Fiori is F-I-O-R-E, um, Interiors is plural. That would be awesome. Awesome. So you know, uh, Vanessa, I just might know somebody that could help you out with your social media presence. Social well, media Shana marketing. owes me a call because um, we're going to do some stuff. So oh, um, that's right. She works. Yeah. For this okay, wing awesome. nut, these wingnut people, I don't know if you <laughs> know them. Yes, I mean, come on, just listen to Darla. She is the head wingnut, and awesome. of course, Wingnut Social can help you with your uh, social media needs. Well, you guys are doing a, a website audit for me next. Thank you, and I'm very excited about it. You're very welcome. Thank you again for joining us today, Vanessa. You're amazing as always, and I know this is in real time. I'm saying this, but I can't wait to see you at High Point, which is already passed by the time people are listening to. You. <laughs> <laughs> see, wingnut. Boom, right there. Prime example. Thank you again. Have an amazing day. Darla, do you need a helmet? Why? Oh, because my brain exploded. Ah. It's a little late now, don't you think? Can't be a retroactive brain exploding helmet thing. So maybe I should ask this. Darla, should you have worn a helmet? A Vanessa Helmick. How awesome is Vanessa? I love talking to her all the time. It's never a dull moment. And man, I'm serious. Some of the projects that we've done that photographed really well that I've, you know, I think we're we're our own worst enemy. I know I am. I'm like, oh, well, no. Vanessa even said that. Yeah. She says, just take a corner, seven linear feet, people. Yeah. Listen up. This is how you do it. And we, she gave you the words of wisdom and the Vanessa mm-hmm. way. John is always getting onto us about that too on the photo shoots. Like she's been gritting her teeth and, and that we're not getting enough of those vignette corners. Well, she has such what, a good Johanna, eye. Mm-hmm. It's how to happen. Yeah. She's just, Johanna's just been validated. Yes, she has. But, and Vanessa is, she, she admitted that she signed up with Wingnut Social to do some SEO for her website. So she did. I, I actually truthfully had forgotten all about that. <laughs> It shows how much you do the book, Star. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, guys. So hopefully you guys have gotten some great nuggets from Vanessa. Maybe dig through some of your old projects. Maybe take a- Submit them. Yeah, submit them. Put them in a story. So guys, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening to this podcast on. It really, really, really helps us to get new listeners and helps new listeners find the show. Please be sure to follow us on all of our social channels at Wingnut Social. And if you need some help with your social media marketing, SEO, or even websites, give us a call at 1-877-WINGNUT, W-I-N-G-N-U-T, and we will be happy to hook you up. And I think that's it for this week, Nat. I think so. And if you have any questions, by all means, shoot us an email at info at wingnutsocial.com. We'd be glad to help you. Yes, we would. Or DM me on my social channels. I get a lot of inquiries that way, too. And I'm pretty responsive, I think. Yeah, she never puts her phone down. She's very responsive. Oh, hush. I'm just saying. All right, guys. Until next time. So long. See ya. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened.
All oh, right. All those bloopers that we had, I accidentally erased. <laughs> Oops. So anything that we have spoke about in this podcast. Spoken. Anything that we have talked about in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, a blooper. There you go. Oh. You know, 